Two guys and a fifth of Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads? <laughs> Friday. It is Friday, the big beautiful Friday before uh, before the long Memorial Weekend. So I know it's it's uh, it's early this year, like uh, you know usually it's kind of later on in the month. But um, that's that's what the boy was saying. He's a little confused. He said uh, he said uh, man, he says Isn't this, I always thought Memorial Day was in June. And I said no. I said it's it's the last last Monday of the month of of May. So um yeah so yeah and it's early so you're just what you get yeah <laughs> you get but yeah well weekend for a lot of people huh? i'll tell you what and especially even being early this year you couldn't ask for a more perfect prediction at least temperature wise i know we're going to get a little rain here and there but at least temperature wise holy moly you couldn't ask for better around here because man i can tell i can i can remember some memorial days it almost felt like it was going to snow so this is this is pretty awesome. So I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You know, <laughs> I've seen it snow in June in Michigan before. <laughs> I have. I really have. Yeah. I, no, I believe you. What, what, I believe you completely. On? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... check this. Check this out. I'll I'll talk about some snow real quick, and then we'll jump back into whatever we just talked about uh, weather wise. But anyway, first year I moved down to Florida. I probably already said the story. 1986, working on a private resort, Captiva Island. Get down there. It's cold, man. It's like January cold up here. Okay. Anyway, and uh, the resort is just dead this weekend because it got so, they got blasted with a cold front. And uh, like they blamed it on me because I'm from Michigan. So I'm, you know, I'm down there and they just blame this weather on me. Of course. But, but for about three minutes on this island in the Gulf of Mexico, it snowed for about three minutes. Everybody was standing outside going, what? You know, they don't know what this stuff is. Right. Know? Yeah, that had to be a complete rarity. Yeah. yeah, it was really weird. The whole outside sections were closed, uh, pool bar closed. I mean, it, it was it was absolutely cold. There was just, it was just, it was the deadest I've ever seen it because of the weather. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah snow in Florida, man, that uh, that's a weird, that's a weird thing. Yeah, anything, anything down, down there, you know. Yeah. I mean, even, even half the time, if they get snow in Tennessee, they don't hardly know what to do with it. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, let's go back, jump off, jump off the beach, and go over to Fort Myers Beach, uh, which is just across the bay there. Uh, I lived over there for a while, and anything it gets down below sixty degrees, uh, drinks are half off because people just won't come out. Sixty degrees down in Florida, sure, is completely different than sixty degrees in Michigan. Well, it's not. It's just that that's what your it's body's not. used to. Because right. if I was down there in sixty degrees in Florida, I'd be running around in shorts and a t-shirt. And uh... right now you would, <laughs> but if you if you went through a hot summer and you 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 pull up a winter in sixty degrees, yeah. Yeah, they got heaters. They got they got heaters just like we do. It's not all air conditioners down there. No, I'm <laughs> sure. They, they got heaters too, man. Yep. I, there there was plenty of times I had to crank up the heat from, you know, freezing to death. Man. Yep, I hear you. 
But yeah, 50, 50 degrees, you won't see anybody on the beach, man. Nobody. I, that doesn't matter what time it is. If it's 50 degrees, ain't nobody coming outside. It's, it's just weird like that, isn't it? Yeah, I know your blood's thinner. Yeah, you know. it's just all relative to what your body's used to and what you, you know, the normal environment you live in. So, yeah, that, that yeah, that's a whole different. Well, well, yeah, you do an 85 degree day and you drop <laughs> down to a 50, that's a 35 degree, you know, drop. Yeah. Same as, same as here, you know, yep. it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's cold. It's, it's, it's cold. For sure. Yeah. So, what are you drinking? So I uh, I decided I was gonna do some uh, Edmund Fitzgerald tonight. One of my what? one of my favorite original go to breweries. Uh, yep, yep. The Great Lakes Brewing Company. It's always been one of my favorites out of Cleveland, Ohio. And, you know they've probably been doing it the longest that I can remember. But um, but yeah, I've I've this I I learned this beer probably about ten years ago, and and uh, I've just I love it on draft, which you know isn't easy to come by. And I'm not ready to go buy a barrel yet, but uh, but yeah. I'd, I love a little Fitzgerald, one of my one of my go-to favorites. The old standby, if you will. Really. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and even Great Lakes. I mean, a lot of their flavors. You know, again, like I said about craft breweries or you know anything like that. You know, they all are a little bit different. If you like the taste, you know, of their particular blend and their particular brews, um, they've got some. They've got some good ones. I, I like uh, Elliot Ness. I like uh, their their Christmas, their uh, winter. Uh, Oh, what is that called? Winter? I think it's called Christmas Ale. But uh, yeah, they've they've got um, you know I, I really haven't ever tried anything from Great Lakes that I don't like. So and even their red and I'm not much of a red guy at all. Um, but their red, um, it's it's good. It's just a different flavor. So so um, yeah, I would highly recommend Great Lakes for anybody that likes likes craft brews. It's a it's a good old standby for me. Yeah, because you know when we when we started when we were actually in the studios and could get together, man. You know, I was bringing all over kinds of different stuff, but uh, you know, when we get together, I, uh, you're gonna have to introduce me to that. Uh, yeah. Will do. Will do. Let me try, let me try some. Yeah, this is actually a, a porter, and um, and I usually like a little bit darker, but I'll tell you what, it's got a nice for. It's just a nice flavor for a porter, and it's smooth, consistent. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. So. Good stuff, Maynard. Good stuff. Good stuff. And we actually got uh, even on our trip to Cleveland last year. We actually went there and had lunch and had a couple of them right there on site. So that was a nice experience too. I had to make sure, no matter what, even though we were with the boy on that trip, that I had to make it to Great Lakes while we were there. So, and it was a good lunch. They actually, you know, nothing too fancy, but uh, they had a pretty good menu and uh, good food. We enjoyed ourselves. Made it over there after the the uh, Hall of Fame trip and and uh, yeah, had a nice lunch. So. Well, why don't you tell everybody about the Bloody Mary you had today? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I got off at noon today. You know, when you, you when you when you play this white collar world, you know, you get these fancy schedules that all the manufacturers carry. So, so we actually got uh, got done. And our weekend started at noon, and uh, so at at twelve o twelve o six, on my desk arrived a, uh, a a great big Bloody Mary that was full of all the fixins. It was it was lunch. It was uh, right. It was uh, I had uh, mushrooms and ham and cheese and celery and dilly beans and uh, and then a wonderful uh, mix mix of uh, the. Uh, I don't think the robot bartender has lost her touch at all, even though she's been unemployed for uh, you know the last three months. Um, I think she still knows how to make a good drink. Oh, she'll always have a job with us. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Especially if the state keeps paying her. <laughs> have you seen any pictures of uh, different Bloody Marys from different places of uh, actually what, what they do? I got friends that go to Nashville 
and they go specifically down there for these bloody mary crab monstrous oh crab. yeah oh my god uh, total extravagant probably like 40 50 60 90 bucks a, uh, for one bloody mary man. <laughs> yeah. i'm not kidding i'm not no. kidding bro i know uh, they load them right up yeah google some of that stuff man the the nashville uh bloody mary crab uh she's they got sticks stemming out they got I mean, a whole crab, a chicken, or whatever, whatever you want on these things, man. Well, there you go. There's your, there's your next, frickin', there's frickin your phenomenal. Uh, next top eleven. You, you have to, you might have to do the research on it, but uh, you're gonna have to go around and find the top eleven Bloody Marys. Yeah, yeah, I could. <laughs> oh, but, listen, well, check this out. Listen to this. Uh, I, I got people right now because I'm back in the pool business uh, that I'm bumping into. The some of the customers are that in the pool business are regulars in my bar so right like dude you got to get back man i am craving uh your famous uh bloody caesar you know uh, the my caesars that everybody knows they're very well known yeah. i'm not gonna lie i'm not bragging i don't have a big ego or nothing but i tell you what i make a goddamn killer freaking caesar bro i know i've heard and i don't like that clam juice but uh but beyond that I know you're. Uh, I know you're pretty famous and pretty popular. I've I've been in there in the early part of the day on a Saturday before, and uh, it, I've seen a lot of those go go through. Even late in the afternoon, they're still flowing. So. <laughs> oh yeah, when I worked uh, Fridays and when I did work days in the bars, which I don't anymore, but man, people just stopping in from like Hangover City, wherever they were that night. And, right. Like, Bro, I was just driving by. <laughs> you know. I know you make the bite. Can you make me one? And then it's not one. It's like two. And then it's like three. It's like, okay, three. Uh, I'm done. I'm good. All I'm right. Just here. give me a picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> give give the half picture and pictures, man. So yeah, we had to make special prices and everything just for, just because people were ordering these things by the truckloads, man. Damn. I really, <laughs> you know what? I really should patent, patent that and uh, get that out there. We we, we should probably do something like that. Uh, Jay, Jay and uh, or two guys in a bottle of bloody uh, Caesar mix. Yeah, right, right. You know something, <laughs> something. I know we talked about doing some crap beer, doing something, something. But there you go, something yeah, different. Good, good stuff, man. So, so that's how you started out, man, huh? I did, I did. I started my out. That was that was right uh, right at noon. So I decided, well, you know what? I haven't had breakfast yet or lunch, and uh, so I got it all uh, all in one glass. <laughs> Twelve o'clock. Well, I'll tell you what I ate today. I had a slim fast and a piece of leftover pizza. And now it's quarter to eight on a Friday, and that's all I've ate. And now I'm two beers in and a couple shots of uh, Jim, Beam, uh, Jim Beam Peach. So nice. Tasting pretty good. So. Very nice. When Mama gets home from work, she's going to have to hook me up with some grubby grub. See how, that, see how that goes for you. Yeah, that's going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, um, I, I don't know how much a chance you got to keep up with the news this week. Did you see anything about the uh, about the flooding in Midland? Did you watch? Uh, Did you see okay. all that take place? Uh, I normally do watch the news, but everything that I know of right now is hearsay from other people because that's the talk everybody else is talking about. So that's what I'm getting. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yeah. So. Only because I'm in pools and we just dumped 18,000 gallons in this guy's backyard today. <laughs> Drained a pool. He wanted a new liner. 
and we were going to put it in, but his ground was so saturated from the rain all, you know, this whole last month. And then we dumped, you know, 200 feet in his backyard and he's got a well point. And when we unloaded all that water in there, uh, the duck started flying in the birds, the crows, like, like every living thing was like, Oh, this is cool. Here's all the worms. Come on guys. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was crazy out there. Yeah. There's a lot. Michigan has a lot of water. The rivers are so high. Um, obviously because you're going to tell me what, what's been going on here, but yeah, uh, middle of Michigan, man, cast catastrophic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the well, Wixom Lake is no more. Wixom, Wixom Lake is now in Midland because the dams, the dams broke at Wixom Lake and then that caused the failure of another dam. And so, yeah, basically everything rushed right down the Titabawassee. I love saying that word. The uh, Titabawassee River right on down on, on down to Midland and flooded everything in between. I think uh, I think if I remember right, I think the Titabawassee crested at like 30, 36 inches, which is almost almost nine feet over floodplain. Really? Yeah. Or, I'm yeah, sorry, I not thirty six inches, thirty six feet. Thirty six feet. Yeah. Yeah. I, was gonna say, yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, that's I think that's almost nine feet, eight or nine feet over floodplain, if I remember right, but. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Everything. So, yeah, little advice. If you're thinking about going up north for the holiday weekend, uh, take the west route because you're not going to have an easy time going up through the middle of the state to get up north. So, so. Nope, that's been the talk of the town. You think, uh, you know, our rivers and Port Huron and stuff, which they are high. Uh, dude, have you been underneath? Well, I don't know if you've been underneath the Blue Water Bridge, which is the bridge that goes over to Canada for our listeners. Yeah. Um, that river water, and I was talking, I worked with a guy today, and he, we remember jumping off the boardwalk and jumping in that water, and it was like 20 feet down right. sometimes, you know? Yeah, now you go down by the river, um, it's about three feet from coming over the boardwalk right now. Yeah, it's it's very high. No joke. There's, there's <clears throat> from when I was a kid, I remember, and there's probably about 17, 20 feet more water than normal in, in the St. Clair River. That's a big river. Well, they were just talking about that recently, and 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 the fact that not at this point it's not even crested yet. We're actually looking at, if I remember right, I I want to say we're looking at at least another six to eight inches that it's going to rise um, before mid season. So right. I mean, it's we're already setting records this early in the early in the year, and yeah, there's going to be a lot more to come. So, um, All right. well, I want to explain something to our listeners, and I don't know if you know this or or whatever, but. Michigan, why we have the great, why the Great Lakes are, are Michigan. Underneath us is a giant bowl, right? Right. Do you know, do you know this story or not? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 So there's a giant bowl around Michigan and all these Great Lakes. And underneath that, thousands of feet, probably not even thousands of feet, but underneath it there is these huge salt mines. And we are the, those Great Lakes is just a is a, a cereal bowl of <laughs> and it holds all the water and that's why that's why we have it, it, it there's just a there's a layer I, I don't know I can't remember what the layer is called but it just holds all this water it's not going anywhere and then you drill down and then there's just salt mines for hundreds and thousands of miles I guess down underneath there so yeah yep yep yeah so that's why that's why we have all the fresh water in the world right here yes we're, we do surrounded by and it's got nowhere to go. <laughs> we got an abundance <laughs> of it right now, too. <laughs> right. It's like when you go get More a bowl of cereal. It's like you go get, go get a bowl of cereal, 
and you know like oh maybe a little bit milk but maybe you know all right a little bit more and then the whole you, <laughs> you just spill it and it just goes everywhere and you're like oh that's yeah. that's pretty much that's more milk than i needed but okay well that's where michigan's at right now so you know, while while I'm thinking about it, what we can we can touch on it a little more because um, I don't want to get into that next story. But um, we've actually got uh, a call coming in here shortly. So um, but, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that you knew if we uh, if we got uh, if we got cut off in the middle of something here. I just wanted to do uh, wanted to make sure that you had a heads up on that. Yeah, the. Uh, Yes! I'm not in the studio. Somebody's playing my drop for me. I haven't heard that in weeks. I actually did that on the job today, and people were looking at me like, what What are you doing? You're, you're freaking nuts. Because we, we were on a job, and I was outside, and, and uh, I heard the mail truck go by, and I was like, mail time, mail. And they're just like, this guy's lost his mind. Like, He's pretty excited that the mail truck's here. Yeah. Yeah, like I like I just got again like mail. Like I was, you, I was pretty excited about that. You get as excited as he did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times. Well, you know what I wanted to tell you about. There was a couple things out of the story that that really caught my attention. But what I wanted to tell you about was because um, I figured you hadn't kept up on this too much. Was the first thing that caught my attention was everybody that was crying. You know about um, you know all of a sudden now. Wixom Lake is empty. You know, the news the news coverage was, you know, the, everybody going through and showing pictures of Wixom Lake, which is basically just a big mud pit now. There's nothing left of it because it's all right. down. You know, all that water's gone. It's all down in Midland, you know, right. heading, heading for Saginaw. They just have no water there anymore because the dam broke and the water's gone, and they're all crying because they bought this place to have lakefront property, and, you know, now they – and I'm like, really? That's the biggest concern right now? You know, not that Midland has nine feet of water. You can probably have your lake back if you go get it, you know, because right. they don't want it. So, well, I'll tell you what, Flint needs water, but they don't. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, get on, get on that, Whitmore. Flint needs water. Well, and that was the other part of the story that I got a kick out of was, um, was you know, of course, immediately because the dam broke and the finger pointing started. Well, why did the damn dam it. break? God damn it. And, you know, and, and so the finger pointing and finger pointing that went on, they're all saying, well, it's a privately held, you know, there's a lot of dams in Michigan that are privately owned and privately held and maintained. And they've been on this owner to do something with it for the last 10 years. And he hasn't, you know, he hasn't made the upgrades. They said it's not to flood capacity, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, I did a little deeper dive into the story. And according to EcoWatch, the state actually took that dam back over in 2019 because he defaulted and wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So the state is actually in charge of that dam that failed, even though they don't want to say it. But that's actually who, who's responsible for it, according to what I'm reading. So, um, sure, so, let's you know it's it's basically <laughs> the uh, the blame game, you know. It, it is, and it'll it'd be interesting to see how it plays out because somebody's going to be held accountable. I mean, you're talking millions and millions worth of do- you know dollars worth of damage and. You know, so oh, well. Here's the thing: we don't we don't get tornadoes, we don't get hurricanes, we don't get uh, earthquakes. We, I mean, you know, I mean, we don't get these natural disasters. And now this, right, right, that's a natural disaster, man. It sure and, is. And a lot of people, I'm telling you, man. Yep. Do not underestimate the power of the Schwartz. No, the power of the flood, but don't <laughs> underestimate. Um. When you go, when you own a home 
and they ask you uh, for flood insurance, get that son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I'm telling you, it's not that expensive. No. And I, I, know. And I tell you why. I got, you know, anyway, out in Croswell, I know people out in Croswell, and they got a creek running through there. That creek's running up. Yeah, you live on a hill, but guess what? That shit's it's coming and uh, it's getting closer and uh, you don't have flood insurance because this has never really happened. No, you know, oh man, I don't need flood insurance. I sit up on a hill. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm looking at a swamp, man. I just pulled in my driveway and I talked to my neighbor and uh, he's the lowest place on the block across the street. And every year, same thing happens. Doesn't matter. Rain, snow melts, whatever. He gets the grunt of it, man, and he's just like he's in the lowest spot of the whole block, and it's just like, God, I really hate to live there, man. <laughs> I just, you know, I live across the street, but it's like you're, you know, you're the low point on the whole block. I'm like, and he gets everything, so it's like, you can have it. <laughs> That's kind of how uh, with every what everybody's done around here and building up my back their backyards and changing grade and all that. I that's why I have a uh, oh. I guess it doesn't matter because I think we got a call coming in. So obviously, answer the call. Hello there. Hello. This sounds a little bit like no pathetic. It's no pathetic. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> How are you How doing? You How you been? Oh, I've been, you know, good. You know, trying to make sense of something that's never happened before. Yeah. And- yeah. The history of the world, you know. <laughs> How are you guys? You know, we're we're getting by. In fact, I think in a lot of ways, uh, <laughs> we're we're I don't know, kind of kind of almost comfy. Um, I, you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we've been living our own little bubble for the last uh, three months, and and uh, you know, I mean, isn't it, I was just thinking about that the other day. Is isn't it ironic that we we were talking about the fact that when you were here. You know, it was kind yeah. of that that when you came for episode thirty three. In fact, uh, preacher man and I were just talking about it on last week's show. When you were here for episode thirty three, it was kind of like one of it was the beginning of that, and that was yeah. kind of like the last. Remember, thing. You remember that? You remember that? Like it was like, is she going to show up? Is she going to come? Like, you know, because uh, I think we sat there for almost like twenty minutes or something talking about the coronavirus, and it was, you know, yeah. You know how, how yeah, honestly know. at that point I didn't even know that there was gonna be like what, state what home it is. orders, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of us did. You know, it was just kind of a kind of evolving yeah. and it was, you know, it was like, well, we weren't sure what is the right thing, are we doing the right thing? You know, I you know, should we be doing this? You know, is yeah, is, she, for sure. is she gonna be freaked out? Is she gonna come? You know, it's just there was a lot of it was just it was a weird time and, and you know and, and going forward now to flash back and look at that, it's like, wow, you know, what a yeah, you know, here we are now. You know? We're glad you, we're, 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 we're glad you did Oh, go ahead. Sorry, honey. What? I just said how quickly things can change, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's wild. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. But no, I'm, I, you know, we're glad that we got you, you know, that was right before we got you in there. So, um, oh, yeah. Cool. No, it's perfect. Yeah. For sure. Yep. So, obviously, you've, uh, you've found time to work on your music. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> once, right when I, um, did the episode with you guys, I was on my spring break. So I had like, I had to go back the next week and then that's when the stay at home orders were. So my spring break was extended 
Okay. And, like, at that time, like, once school started being, like, canceled and canceled and they were trying to figure out ways to, like, acclimate for this, I was just like, okay, well, what do I do <laughs> in all of this time? Like, I have all this free time. Right. I might as well, like, finish this finish this project. So I think, in in a way, the quarantine was kind of like a blessing in disguise, I think. I think that um, that's the consensus with a lot of people. It's like, you know, it, it was a curse, but, uh, you know, for some people it was like, you know, maybe, maybe we needed to, to hit the reset button and take a break. Yeah. Break, you, know, you know? Yeah. It was like a moment of pause. Yeah. That I think uh, like everyone needed <laughs> for sure. I would agree with you. I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I found, you know, just me and the people that I know, I mean, we've, we've done a lot more reconnecting with family and friends and, and people yeah. we haven't talked to in a long time and, and kind of getting our own house in order, literally and, and unliterally, you know, but uh, just yeah, for sure. doing some self-examination and thinking about, okay, where do we go from here? And, you know, so um, kind of doing a little more of what we want to do, what's passionate to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's, if anything, we're just going to get great art and just content out of it because yeah. people just are starting to, the people that don't normally like, well, just go to work and just relax, you know, on their time off, they don't have work to go to. So they need to find other things to, you know, um, pass the time. Right. A lot of people are just like getting creative. It's so interesting to see like how people are spending their time or like trying to make use of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're exactly right. And even, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's individuals or businesses, and I shared this, and I don't think I've shared this even with the preacher man. I think we were going to do it on last week's show, but but I found a um, a YouTube video from the uh, Phoenix Choir out of Toronto, and yeah. they, they redid a coronavirus song, and... Um, it, and I, I don't I don't have it at my fingertips right now, but it was so cool. Yeah. And in fact, I'll try to remember to send I'll send you the link to it when I find it because it For is sure. so cool. There was and I think if I remember right, I think there was like 12 different screens. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, wow. and, and, and the way that they were all harmonized together and the way that they were all just in sync together from, you know, these 12 different or more locations. Yeah, and I mean, it's even hard to, like, Boss is attempting to do that, like, when you're not in the room with someone and you have to be in the, at the same timing or, like, have it match up perfectly. That's, like, yeah, no, it was great to have people. It was <laughs> very, that. very cool to uh, um, to, to watch. It, 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 it's just, it's so well done. And then they redid the words and, you know, to the to the song and, and you know, yeah. it, it was fun. It was really fun. So I'll make sure I send that to you, and and we might even play that on the show a little later tonight too. But um, it, but yeah, it's more sure. it's more of a visual thing. It's not just the words. It's just to see the video and to see the, you know, the just the whole creativity of the whole thing. You know, and I think even the yeah. robot bartender says, "How did they do that?" <laughs> it's, it, it's, <laughs> that's a lot of skill and talent and work there. But uh, but yeah, it was, oh for sure, yeah, very neat, very neat. <laughs> so what did you find out? I know last we talked and you weren't even sure. What did you find out about college? Speaking of college, I mean, you're one of those um, people that's due to graduate. And how's that going to work for you? Um, Actually, I did like finish out the rest of my semester. There were a lot of classes that I couldn't take because I was taking like a bag making class where I had to sew things together. And obviously, like I couldn't go and use the studio and the machine. Right. So like 
in that respect, there was a lot of things that I couldn't go do because it's like a very hands-on school, like an art school. Um, but like the things that I could do, like we would have meetings still over Zoom for class and like my teachers would check in every once in a while and make sure that I was like motivated to like do things and that things were working okay. for me so that I could finish. Yeah. So I did graduate, <laughs> thankfully. Awesome. Um, oh, just, right. Congratulations. Just without all the pomp but, and circumstance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just didn't have a ceremony or anything. They rescheduled it for August, so hopefully that can happen. <laughs> okay. There you go. Right on. Well, congratulations to you on that. That's Thank uh, you. That's, that's an accomplishment. You got, a, you got a whole bunch of congratulations going on. You got your second CD. I see that I... Unfortunately, I regret that I've been I've been working my butt off out in the in the, the pool business, and I haven't had a chance. But For now sure. that I see that uh, there's a link, uh, I'm going to check that out. So very cool. I'm uh, looking. Yeah. For that. How do you think you did? And what? Honestly, do you, what? Uh, yeah. What? I, uh, no, go ahead. Are you pretty? You pretty excited? Is, is... Oh, I'm so excited! I'm like. It's like a, it's like a 50, 50, even with like excited and nervous just because like, this is such, I don't know. I take my, my music is such like a big part of me. I feel like it's such a heavy responsibility to like do everything. Like when at the last project, when I could go into the studio and like have someone else like mix it and master it and like record it properly. Like it was just out of my hands in a way where it was easier to release it to where I was like, oh, I don't have to be responsible for, like, these certain things. Like, it's just my idea coming to life, like, and these people are going to help me make it happen. But, like, when it's yourself, it's like you have to kind of step out of it for a minute. Like, there were songs where I would just be working on it for, like, a week straight and be like, I have to stop listening to this or else I'm going to go crazy and, like, I'm going to keep changing things on it. So, like, there... There, it was like a learning experience, not just like technically, but also like just learning more about how I work and how I can like improve myself or take steps to um, make it easier for me to like communicate a song because sometimes I listen to this, <laughs> I listen to this album and I'm just like, oh my God, Melanie, like you have so long to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's cool when you got help, man, because great things get done when you're you're around great people. So, you know, and then try, yeah, to, con- for sure. try, try to convey your your thoughts and your feelings and try to make other people feel or get on board with what you're doing. You know, it, yeah. and, and then they pick up on that vibe and it all comes together. That, that's a great thing. But uh, you definitely don't meet, uh, need to make it a you know difficult either. You know, you should, you know. Hey man, this is what I got. This is cool. Let's 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 work. Let's work it out and yeah. make, make it happen. You it know, start to get like easier towards the end for sure. I I was becoming more comfortable. The um, production, the, better, the, like the more the, that I was working at it. Like the product, like the production side of it, or yeah, the, yeah. I I feel like the songwriting and like piecing a song together part I have down relatively well. But, like, it's the whole, like, making it sound like an actual song is supposed to sound, like, volume-wise. Like, having, like, the vocals not be too loud for the instrumentation and, like, certain levels of things that I never even thought to look at. Like, I always Mm -hmm. just thought, oh, you just record some stuff and, like, 
put it into a song and put it all together and it's like that's it that's just how it goes and it's like there's so much more you learned so you learned more. a lot doing this one didn't you oh so much, <laughs> I so much. little little different um, scenario than being in studio huh yeah, honestly, the thing, though, about it, about this project that it was so appealing to me was that, like, when you go into the studio and you have, like, other um, people playing parts for you, like, you show them what to do, but it's still going through them. Like, it's still, they add pieces of themselves into it. Correct. So, like, I wanted to make something that was, like, purely me, if that makes sense. No. No, I, it really I, does, I, and I, do. I understand that. It was, like, I wanted to play bass. I wanted to play the drums. I wanted to play you know, guitar. I wanted to play the keyboard. I wanted it to be my own thing. And I still want to create my own song that I did everything and just yeah. you know, like one super great hit, like a one hit wonder and I'm done. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I did it. You know, it's like, you know, right. Uh, you know, yeah. Hey, even if, like at the if end, I did, if um, I did okay. one thing, if I did one thing that that's what I want to do, just get that one accomplishment. So so there's a goal for, there's a goal for you, you know? Yeah, for sure. And honestly, if, if worse comes to worse and I end up, because I'm very critical of myself and my work and like as time passes, I know we we talked about it. it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think if anything, if I grow to hate this, at least it's just like a step in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. Everything's a stepping yeah, stone. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and there's nothing wrong. I mean, you know, honestly, like and like I told you, you know, last time, a lot of that first EP is not really in my wheelhouse for my normal type listening, but there's some songs that I really just dig. I mean, I, I enjoy them. And, um, yeah, and the same, sure. you know, and it, I don't know, I, I don't want to say they're growing on me because I don't think that's the case. I, you, you've got, you've got a special niche to you you've got a special sound and a style to you that's unlike any other and you know i mean i think we i think we tried to pigeonhole it last time you know and and came up with a couple ideas but i you know i I just as you as you grow and as you evolve i i don't think i don't think you're going to get pigeonholed i mean you have you have i don't i don't think you fit in any particular genre as far as like you know mainstream pop rock uh, yeah for sure yeah, there's, Honestly, there's nothing, I, what you're doing, like what you're doing, purpose, what yeah. you're doing is a hundred percent unique. Uh, absolutely. And I listened to your Thank CD, you. you know, quite, quite a few times and, uh, you know, just melt with those strings. And then you had that little jazz, uh, reggae, you know, little thing you do. And then you get into the other ones Yeah. and you kind of start getting hooked and it's like, all right, you know, no, you listen to them a couple of times and it's like, you know, that's good My stuff, mom. man literally you know. says the exact same thing she's like sometimes she'll be like i'll send her a song and like right away she'll be like i don't know about this song but then i'll be like listen to it again <laughs> she'll listen to it again and be like wow this is growing on me and i'm like yes <laughs> you should like trust that the first yeah, once time you, once you get, obviously once you get... and the thing is i think it's just like we've been conditioned with popular music to like think that music is supposed to listen or like everything we've heard in our lives we think that it's supposed to sound that way. So then like when something that doesn't sound like that, you hear it, you kind of have to like listen to it again and be like, wait, <laughs> what am I listening to? Right you, now? you have to, and because think- uh, the, the songs that for me, for me, the songs for me are, are mm-hmm. uh, stuff that nobody's ever heard of. And 
uh, I'm just like, why, why is nobody, you know, listen to the stuff like, you know, some Bob Dylan, you know, time out of mind. That's a great album. And nobody I've ever talked to, you know, they all know Bob Dylan, but they've never heard of this album. I'm like, it's probably yeah. one of his best stuff. And there's every song on there is great. And, but you know, you just, you know, it's not, like and I said, I, everything's not for everybody, <laughs> but when you, when you, yeah, for sure. but when you get something like that and it's, that's you and it's you make it special to you and that that's cool because guess what i got something nobody else has got and that that's what it means mm-hmm. to me and you know what you don't get it or you you don't fit it or whatever but you know what at least i got i got to hear it and i got to feel something from it you know for sure for awesome. sure and i think so, like no matter what the outcome of my like i'm gonna try my hardest to be heard like people say that, oh, like a successful career, like equals fame. Like that's not necessarily true. Like I just want people to hear what I have to say. Like I necessarily like the whole celebrity of it. Like I, that's not appealing to me. I just want people to like listen to my music and be like, wow. Like, that's, that's a great attitude. That's a, that's a great way yeah, to approach like, it. Right. But the yeah, ones that'll, like, the ones that'll get it and they, they listen to it, they'll, they'll get it or they, they you know, it'll just sit there one or the other. But not, yeah, not to criticize sure. you or anybody else, but it's like, you know, I've bought other band CDs and I'm like, these guys are, you know, this is what everybody's listened to. And it's like, you know, this is, and I'm going, I, I don't, I don't like it. You know, it's like, it doesn't do anything for me, but everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, no, nah, it's garbage. Yeah. You know, yeah, just for like, sure. And nah, like that, even it, it, doesn't do, like, it doesn't do anything for me, you know, go like ahead. The whole um, concept behind like, that's why I named this record self-sabotage or liberation because either way you look at it like everyone someone's gonna have an opinion about it they're either gonna love it or they're gonna hate it they're either gonna think that i'm sabotaging myself by recording myself or they're gonna think it's a way that i can liberate myself and that's why like i just wanted i like the fact it made me feel better about recording myself mm-hmm. if i acknowledged like you can either love this or hate this but well, this is this is it <laughs> that's a neat time so what is it exactly the 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 the, uh, the album title is self-sabotage or liberation self-sabotage so like, or liberation yeah so it's like i could either be sabotaging myself by releasing this because it was really hard for me to like take those steps into being like i'm gonna make this entirely my own and then release it because like i always had people saying oh like i would express that i wanted to record my own and they'd be like oh like you should really do it in a studio like i don't know if that's a good idea to do it and that just like motivated me more yeah. <laughs> to want to do it good for you good for you well it's a, it's a crazy time to try to release any kind of music you know short of you know short yeah. of a you know a youtube video you know which is everybody and their brother seems to have time to do right now but uh, you know. yeah for sure but besides that i mean to do what you did how many uh, how many uh, songs did you put on the cp Six. Six songs on this EP. Okay. Yeah, originally I had seven. There's like a more rocky song that I wrote on it, but I decided I wanted to save that um, to record like in the studio. Ah, don't, okay. Don't don't yeah. tell me it's an ex-boyfriend song. <laughs> no. No, it's okay. actually a song that I wrote about being a bad babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Nice. Oh. nice. <laughs> All right, you. I. We got to hear that one. You got to get. You got to at least send us that one. Well, it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. That I one know. To, that but, one has uh, to go to the you studio. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. So, I'm just like, uh, I love writing music that's just like, people are just like, what the fuck did you write that about? <laughs> like, you hear songs on the radio and it's, it's all about love. Like, I, I'm so tired of that. Like, I, I've heard that song a million times. Where's the song that I've... I haven't heard a song about babysitters. Let's write a song about babysitters. That's like right, where right. it's going to go yeah. now. So I just love what, like finding like the things that I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard a song about that and just like writing about it. Like actually yeah. today, a really funny story. I started, I like got this melody in my head and I like went downstairs and I was like making some food and like I was home alone and it's, I, my parents have a clock in the kitchen and a clock in the living room and I like stopped and it was like dead quiet and the clocks were like making a beat like when they were ticking so I started like singing over it and I was like oh my god I was like this is like the perfect beat <laughs> and I like wrote an entire song around it I was like oh my god nice. Nice. So hey, cool. hey 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 I don't mean to cut you guys off but listen you gotta listen to this story for just a second uh, yeah, sure. we were I was sitting here one night and I got I got my dryer downstairs and for some reason I put my shoes in the dryer with uh, like all my work clothes and I, the door was open and I was just sitting there listening and that dryer's just spinning and going round and round and round. And it was like, you know, and the shoes were hitting the sides of the dryer. And I'm like, that is a wicked cool beat, man. If I get a recorder and get that dryer going with the shoes in it, I'm telling you, go put some shoes in the dryer, go grab your guitar and sit down and, and listen <laughs> and listen to the, the shoes. divine timing. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's got, right. its, own, it's got its own little funky thing going on, man. I'm telling you, that'd be wicked cool. I love, yeah. I love that. It's like, it's like the universe is like saying, here, here's a song, make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I, I, I could have got that. that beat off, if I would have got that beat off of that dryer, it, 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 you know, with the shoes in it and just clunking around, I'm telling you, man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> So you shared uh, you shared two songs with us. You have uh, "Sink or Swim" and "Loose." Which uh, which one of those two is your favorite, and why? Um, I would say "Sink or Swim" is probably my favorite. Okay, just because um, I wrote that song actually during spring break. I'm pretty sure it was a couple days before I met with you guys. Okay, and it was just like. Because my semester was coming to a close. It was like, finally, I was like about to graduate. And I wrote this song because I like particularly struggled throughout college, like just to, in every aspect, honestly, it was just like such a struggle. And I remember like my solace would be me calling my mom and just like being like, mom, like <laughs> I'm going crazy right now. Like I want to come home so bad. And she'd be like, no, no, no. You're going to finish this. You're going to be proud of yourself. Like, she was just always so encouraging. Good mommy. And that's, like, another... Yeah, so I, like, wrote this song in the point of view of, like, me calling my mom from college and being like, hey, mom, like, I am just going through it right now. Awesome. We'll make sure before we let you go that we get them all the details about this new EP and how to get it and where to get it. But um, um, for the meantime, let's uh, let's listen to a little sink or swim. Whoa! <laughs> I'm excited. Whoa! Sorry, I don't have that much to say Seems like I've been letting life get in the way Didn't ignore your calls Yes, I got all of them This is the time 
No pathetic, ladies and gentlemen. That's, uh, I know, I know. Very nice. Thank you. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just smooth. It flows. It, uh, yeah, I, you, you, I can tell you right now, just by the look on her face, you impressed the robot bartender. And, uh, once again, Woo! she, 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 she loves the vocals. Uh, she loves the lyrics. I could just see it on her face. And I, and I even tried to, <laughs> I even tried to cheat. Like I just got the, the quote, rough and soft. And, uh, that's, that's how she describes it. But yeah, I tried to cheat and share it with her pre-show, but she, uh, she had a very busy day and did not have time for me. So, <laughs> so she just, she just heard it for the first time and it was cute to watch her, uh, watch the look on her face. So yeah, oh, yeah, very that. nice. <laughs> I, I picked up a hint of Nirvana in there and a little, yeah, like I know you're, I know you got some Nirvana in you and I picked up just oh, I a little love. Bit. A little bit of that and um i was i was curious did you did you try like a real super like heavy metal version of that <laughs> honestly i would love that i put like a lot of i put like, like actually that. in this one i put like really subtle but like distortion on my guitar so it kind of like had that edge to it i know you should you should just put it on major 10 distortion and just rock those chords out and do 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 that version and then to release a uh really just kind of you know version of that and just yeah and just scream it from the top of your lungs <laughs> honestly <laughs> i want i want a copy of that <laughs> if, if, if you do it i want a copy of that that'd be cool oh for but sure no, very very cool stuff <laughs> yeah you just got a whole unique thing going on so you need to stick Thank with you. it yeah. i like it i like it that's uh yeah and that's that's a good description rough and soft and 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 we, and we all know it's funny he picked that up too because we all know that uh that you can definitely uh 
cover Nirvana if you, if needed needed and and man I'll tell you <laughs> what I can't tell you I'll be completely honest with you I love that we have that on our show because I can't tell I you know, how many times so I've gone up. back and listened to that Nirvana cover and that was I love that, that that was that was amazing it's nowhere else it, yeah. and it was so funny because after the fact because when we got done Robot Bartender says I don't even know that song and I says Oh yeah you do oh, she yeah, says you do. she says No I don't and I I played it for her she's like Oh my God! Really? And I says, Yeah. Right. I mean, she it took it. Nothing and, like the original. No, you <laughs> totally took it and made it your own. And it's just—it was like I said to you at the end of the end of that show or at the end of that song. I said, You know, I don't even think Cobain would be disappointed in what you did with it. So it. Uh, no, I would hope not. No, <laughs> I I would release that right now somehow. <laughs> I would. I bon- I bonus. I bonus track the hell out of that and, and just throw it on there somewhere. You know, not now, but whenever, you know, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. that'd be pretty cool, man. I don't know what copyright, you know, or whatever you got to do. Yeah. And, and for any of our okay. listeners that have not heard that, uh, make sure you get back there and listen to episode 33 because, it, oh, yeah, you know, sure. that's, uh, there is an awesome Nirvana cover at the end of that show. And I should even tell you it's the end of it. You know, it's somewhere in the show. So you may have to listen to the whole thing, but <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get back to episode 33 because it's pretty awesome. Anyway. I was actually going through my um, phone notes a couple days ago, and I found this cover that I did, like, two years ago. It's of, like, an Alice in Chains song, and I, like, totally forgot that I did it. And it, it I was, like, surprised. I was like, wow, like, go you, dude. It's like, <laughs> no <pretty> kidding. Good. <laughs> have, you, have you heard any of uh, Alice in Chains, the new stuff? Because I went and seen Alice in Chains and Korn uh, last summer. Freaking awesome. I haven't. But- yeah, but uh, I kind of like am the type of person that needs someone to be like, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to listen to them without, without Lane. <laughs> it's fine. You can right, but there, there, there's two morning. favorite, there's two favorite songs on the album, and they're both very metal, uh, uh, mellow, uh, stuff, and I really love the guitar work, and uh, one of the songs is Voices. So if you get a chance, check check that out from Allison Chain's Voices on uh, their new seat, the latest CD that they put out right there. Uh, For sure. I, I th- yeah, I think you dig it. There's two songs. And uh, if you if you get like on YouTube and just go there and check it out, um, it'll be like this, it, the, the new one, uh, CD has a skull of a, of a dinosaur, you know. Anyway, uh, you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll, if you listen to the album, you'll know the two songs that I'm talking about immediately. And I, sure. those are, they're just my two favorite mellow Alice and Jane songs. So yeah, if you do something like that, yeah. let me know, man, that'd be cool too. So. For sure. I do favor, now that I think about it, how you guys are saying rough and soft, they do favor like the mellow and then like the harder, like contrast between the two. I think it's really interesting when artists can like incorporate it all and make it successful and and you do that in a couple of your songs um you know it it, it kind of goes from that 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 very soft and subtle to the you know to the to the good backbeat to it to the you know it's yeah it's a, again like like she said rough and soft and uh, <laughs> you, you do a very good job of combining the two of those and, and i think that's you know from what i remember and it was neat for me to listen to um, and that's and that's how we'll uh, we'll close it out for you. But um, we'll make sure we get loose on here too. But sure. um, um, it was neat for me after listening to you sit here in studio, kind of giving us a preview of what was coming. 
you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the differential of the acoustic version of it. And then to hear the finished, uh, the finished cut of, uh, of that, you know, that, that you sent over to us. So yeah, very, very neat. Um, so what's, yeah, what's... I wanted to make sure that you guys could like have that little, cause I did give that preview. So I was like, I, I need them to see like what the final product ended up being. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. And the, and the acoustic version of it is very cool. I enjoyed that, so um, I think everybody will enjoy this even more. But um, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luz ended up because I I had initially the guitar part. I it took me a while to like get it all like in time and have it sound good because like me recording guitars is like I'm very novice to that. But like the the um, the vocals took me one take which that never happens to me usually. The song Age, like if you guys end up um, listening to the whole project, the song Age, I actually redid the vocals like a couple days before I turned it in, and I've been working on that song for like three years now. Like, oh, my goodness. the vocals over and over. So like having Loose, having the vocals, like the first take, I was just like, what? Like this has never happened to me. <laughs> that never happens, ever, ever, <laughs> ever happens, right? Yeah, and then the drums came, like, way late. Like, I could not figure out how to do the drums for the life of me. <laughs> you should have called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes, man, you just need that mellow intro, and then, you know, uh, a lot of great songs are like that, where it's just like, you know, you're doing your own thing, and then, bam, you know, the drums kick in, you know, and, you know, you start feeling for sure. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm very, I fancy like having moments in songs that are just like, like either like a beat comes in at like a weird spot, but it like makes sense to the point where like people are just like feeling it. Like there's got to be like that point in the song where you just go like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, okay. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a quick heads up. I uh, did a little, uh, not research, but um uh, well, I guess you could say it is. I mean, when you watch or listen to documentaries, I guess it's research, I guess, you know, per se. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, Keith Moon, that that drummer from The Who, he played, mm-hmm. he played not to the guitar or the bass. He played to the vocals. He knew, you know, the singer, how to, you know, he felt what the singer was singing with, with his drums and his cymbals and his hi-hat and his bass, you know, he... He played that in, uh, you know, from a lot of lot of different, uh, you know, aspects or whatever. Uh, a lot of people sure. give him credit as like the best drummer because he could just feel what the, you know, he put the drums to vocals, you know, and that, that that's kind of hard to do, I guess. But made him sing. But, I believe like that, drums, honestly, are if a song does have drums, because I know some don't. Like Thinker's Swim didn't have drums, but drums like really could make or break a song for sure. Like right. they are are just, like one of the most important elements. Right. I just thought I just thought it was weird that, you know, you know, you gotta have the you know the guitar and the bass, I get it, but the but the drummer uh following suit with the singer and, and you know that that was uh, Yeah, that's uh, super interesting. That was a new concept sure. to me, and I never, th- I never thought about that that way. And uh, you know, yeah, there's just some 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 songs that are just like that. I, I want to ask you a question. Um, For sure. Are you, did, have you ever listened to any Robbie Robinson at all? Do you know who Robbie Robinson is at all? I have not. Oh my God! You got to You got to get get your hands on some Robbie Robinson. I really think okay. that uh, get. You know the way the way that you you're uh, the way that you move the way that you go, 
Robbie Robinson, um, he was in a he was in a band called The Band. And I, I really think Oh, that, I know the band. The band, yeah. But uh he, he he did some solo stuff and uh you know I'm not even comparing you to Robbie Robinson, but Robbie Robinson is is just great. And uh if you For can get sure. your hand, you that whole C D um you know remind I don't know it, obviously it just reminded me of you know some of that stuff that whole uh drum to singer to you know a yeah. little bit of this and a little bit of that and it just uh, it's very it was one of my favorite CDs for a long time it still is and I let somebody borrow it because it was so good and I never got it back don't ever oh let no somebody borrow <laughs> don't your CD. ever do that no yeah. but yeah check out some Robbie Robinson and check out that uh Allison Chains and then uh next time we talk we'll 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 touch base for sure I have it written down Sure. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. So right. what? So what's next for an opacetic? Once we once we're actually allowed um, to uh, leave our homes and get back out in the world. I right now am trying because I'm trying to think like long term because I feel like this is such a like transitionary period in my life. Like I'm just graduating college and like actually need to take steps to like start building a career. Sure. And I went to, I didn't necessarily go to college for music. I went to college for like graphic design. So I'm trying to, because I know like going into the studio is so expensive, like having live gear, like even having like my own recording expenses. So it is. I thought that like having a career in something else that it could like separate the two was like you really help me, you, you know? You, you so have I'm to. just like looking to get like uh, a graphic design job. Um, so I've just been like looking, it's, it's kind of hard, like with this whole virus thing. And I have faith. I mean, I built like a website, I have like my portfolio out there. So I'm just trying to like catch that and just like work on music, like on my own time. I do want to go back into the studio for my next project. And I just like was so excited to start to get out and like start playing live, but I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I think there's a lot of musicians that are asking that exact same question. So don't feel like you're alone. <laughs> yeah. And it's just well, like, let, me, so let me ask you this. Have you, too. have you recorded a live song? I, ha- um, no, I haven't. I had uh, a videographer come to like the last, uh, record release show and he like took audio so there's like audio of that but i haven't like legitimately like tried to record a live show before okay all right just well, just curious just to just throwing it out there see what to see what's going on sooner or later sooner yeah, I feel or like later it would be cool yeah yeah and, and sooner or later everybody will get to do it again right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and th- at that point like i'm gonna be so like thirsty for it yeah <laughs> like, our, our, i'm just gonna yeah. play to anybody who was near me, it's like, okay, um, it's like, you know, maybe July 4th weekend, I'll just like go out in like a kind of <laughs> popular area and just like bring my guitar and start uh, playing. I, I hear you. <laughs> no, I hear just you. You know, it was around, funny. Get, it was funny throw, because. Open up your guitar case and just, you know, stand there on a street corner and just, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's what 
I'm probably going to end up doing since I can't like, legitimately have a show. <laughs> our our whole goal when we started this podcast, we actually set a goal, and we and we wanted to by this summer when things started getting back to normal, is to actually be out there remotely and doing some, you know, covering some bands and covering some live shows and spending some time out with you know people and you know and, and yeah, and here we are. You know, it's little 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 different idea, but yeah, kind of the same situation. You know, it's just uh, yeah, sooner or later, it's, it's, sooner or later, it'll all happen, and we'll get there. But <laughs> for now. Well, well, it's for sure. funny. For <laughs> yeah, now, it kind of is what it is. We just gotta, we just yeah. gotta live with it. Live with it. But it, make it, sure you funny. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I just want to make sure that um. So, so your new EP. Make sure you tell them um now where, where, if they want that right now. Are you are you just strictly download? Can they order? Can they order? You probably don't have hard copies of it, do you? Um, actually, right now it's just on SoundCloud. Okay. I did submit it a couple weeks ago to be like distributed to Spotify and Apple, but there were like some delays with that. So as of right now, like it's not on like the main streaming services. I just have it on SoundCloud, but I, I wanted to think of like creative ways that I could like either have a giveaway for physical copies or just like some type of thing to make it fun because I know people are like sitting at home or like have been antsy. So I just wanted to like add a certain element to like maybe giving away some physical copies, having like special ones that I make. I just have like a lot of ideas going around. Yeah. So now no. it's just on SoundCloud. Well, but yeah. um on my Instagram I'm definitely gonna keep people up to date when it's on like legitimate streaming services, which should be soon. Okay. So <laughs> Well that's what that's what I was gonna say. Sorry, I, I gotta get this out, man. I'm I'm busting over here, man. <laughs> No, I mean, as far as different avenues and stuff like that, uh, I, I would tell any young entrepreneur, uh, you know, always have a, uh, one or two backup things that you go to. So if you need to take a break from something, you know, that that's another thing that you got in your portfolio or something else that you're good at or this or this. And just keep learning and just keep growing and keep doing things and, you know, different trades. Just keep doing I mean, them. I just, think that's why I'm like really happy that I went to school and just like am immersed like also like in an art world. Like not only can I like do my own artwork when it comes to my music, but like I can also be hired out to like do different things. Like my neighbor had me paint signs yesterday <laughs> and the neighbor came over and like saw me painting signs and then they were like, can you paint some signs for us? So like a couple of neighbors came around and I like made a good, made a good hey, profit <laughs> like painting signs. <laughs> But it's really neat when you bump into people and they're like, hey, can you do that? And they're like, yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> I, got I, I got experience in that. Yeah, I, I can do that. Right. You know? And that's just right. cool to they're have. They're like, it looks so professional. And I was like, yep, I want to school for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And if and if anybody that does know who Nopacetic is and you haven't seen um you haven't seen any of her artwork, it is amazing. Um so be sure to get get over to uh um basically on Instagram, right? Is it is that the best yes. spot for them to go and it's just at Nopacetic? And I know your art's in a yes. different spot, but you have that right in your profile how to get to your art, correct? Yep. Yep. So, it's right in my bio. Um I have like an archive like all my artwork that I update when I make something new. So perfect. And I, I sell stuff from time to time too. You'd be surprised how many people like love stickers and like little things like that. On oh, the internet. oh yeah, we've, yeah. We've I, had, love <laughs> we've, I love stickers. I love stickers. We've we've had a lot you're of conversations about stickers. Yeah, it's funny. You're and you're your, absolutely right. Your sticker is already on my my guitar case. Like it's already <laughs> on there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> yeah. I already oh, put the it. no pathetic one. 
Yeah, I already. I, I could take a picture. I could show you right now. It's on there. It's, it's already. It's already stuck right on my guitar case. I got thousands. And I love stickers. I'm a, and that's what we're gonna do with our podcast. Was like, you know what? Just don't even advertise. Just go two guys in a bottle of dot com and just put stickers where they can't take them off, like in bathrooms, Honestly, or porta potties, yeah. or you know, public restrooms, or somebody's car or bumper and just sticking on there nonchalantly porta potties really yeah i think sure. you're, i think your name's already on enough bathroom walls hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just put it right in like the stall like when you sit down you just see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice Ex- exactly nice well in the meantime then i'll art is like oh i like art i think it's like really interesting to see art that's like eye catching or like art that like make people double take. So like sometimes like I'll purposely like try and throw like a bunch of stuff into like a piece of artwork and then people are like looking at it for like 30 minutes trying to like find everything or like they go back and they're like, Oh, I didn't see this before. All right. Well, can I, can I I ask you, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Obviously, Obviously you're, you're in the art world and I, know like a little bit but i am a huge huge and i can prove it to you i have five salvador dolly uh reprints oh i love salvador all all over my living room i have five prints and anybody anybody that loves salvador dolly uh comes over and they look and they just sit there and stare because he hides so much stuff in his Mm -hmm. art and you really have to sit there and look and then that that's what I love about Salvador Dali, but yeah, yeah, um, for did, sure. Did, did, did they did they teach you uh, did, anything about Salvador Dali? Did they was it like an own little separate thing with Salvador Dali, or did he just um, kind of? They get, briefly like, taught me, but all the art that I like am drawn to or like can inspire like my own creative practice is like stuff that I've sought out on my own or like came across in like some really obscure your way has been like oh like what's this like maybe at like a antique shop i see like a book with like this painting on it i'm just like oh that's interesting like who is that and then like i learn all about the artist and then i go through a phase where i become like obsessed with them and then just right. like it's like collecting things like it's like collecting like pieces to like put into my own art it's like really interesting to look right but on. what but wouldn't you want to be one of those people that's people collect your art i mean yes there you sure. go right. <laughs> once you I want mean, somebody like a, you know like a right. subconscious kind of way like if you think about it like musicians like when they make music like you could totally tell who their influences are like what music they listen to growing up that really like developed what they create so like the same goes for like physical art so like i see an artist that like like i'm really inspired by like 60s illustration and my uncle actually, like my mom's brother, like did a lot of like 60s illustration in the 60s and they found like a bunch of his art and just, I got like super inspired by it. And it's just like those things, like you find an artist where you're just like, wow, like I love how like your art looks. I love like the feeling that it gives off and you just kind of like take that and it like becomes part of like your artistic DNA. It's like so interesting. Exactly. <laughs> when I was 13, I took every single poster everything that i could get and plastered my walls there was no sign of paint anywhere anywhere (laughs) 
you know, and it was just, you know, obviously other people's artwork or whatever. You know, I remember opening up a Kiss album and they had a giant poster of Kiss uh, cartoonized. And uh, you know, that, was, that was that was like my centerpiece for forever and ever. But Gene Simmons kept looking at me and staring at me everywhere I went in the room. I couldn't uh, couldn't go anywhere without him staring. At me. I got to I got to tear this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we have to guess who's uh, who's going to be doing all the upcoming album covers. That uh, that that that'll be uh, that'll be very original, I'm sure. And I don't think that's going to be uh, subcontracted or hired out by any means. Oh no way! I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I promised you this was going to be a, a a quick interview to kind of promote your new album, and all of a sudden we're rapidly approaching an hour for you. So I am sorry to take up so much of your time, but uh, no. Uh, it's fine. I enjoy uh, talking to you guys again. Awesome. It's nice to uh, catch up. Awesome to have you on. Yeah, it is great it to is, catch up. Cool. And, and and like I'm I say, we've in. we've got some uh, we've got some upcoming things, you know, pending on the uh, you know state of the world as we go forward. But um, but sure. um, and I have some thoughts for you that we can do um, marketing wise on the side too, over and above that. So we'll we'll definitely get together. Yeah, I to, really appreciate that. Yeah, no, we definitely need to talk soon, and uh, let's let's keep in touch. But um, super super great to have you on, and uh, nice nice to hear from you, and make sure once again everybody knows. So for right now, um, best way to get a hold of you is obviously Insta- through Instagram at at no yes. um, and. Yes. We'll make sure we once again link that on our site and in the show notes. And then uh, everything at this point is only on SoundCloud if you want to uh, get a taste of the new EP. So anybody that's not familiar with SoundCloud, make sure you just get a hold of uh, of No Pacetic at, at Instagram. Yeah. Or make sure you uh, <laughs> get a hold of Two Guys in a Bottle of at uh, two, twoguysinabottleof.com or mail at twoguysinabottleof.com. And we will make sure we get you in touch with No Pacetic. So... Yep. Either way, I guess on I guess on that note, um, we'll go ahead and kind of close this out. And I'm gonna go ahead and play loose for everybody that heard sure. it on episode 33. <laughs> we'll um, we'll uh, let you uh, let you. Uh, is there anything you want to add about it? I think we covered it pretty good on episode 33. Yeah, I think we've covered like almost every base. <laughs> <laughs> really, well, nothing left. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, thank you guys for having me. Oh, absolutely. I, I oh, you're, you're welcome. We, we, lo- we love having you on the show for sure. So don't, obviously you're not a stranger and, uh, you know, let's stay in touch a little bit more and uh, we'll do some quick call-ins. If you got anything else going on, let us know for sure. For sure. Sounds good. And we will be in touch very soon so we can uh, discuss further plans. But yeah, it's great oh, to yeah. have you. Great Sounds to hear good. from you. And tell your mom I said hi. Oh, yeah, of course. She actually texted me to call her after I'm done. Okay, yeah, yeah. Be sure to tell her that. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Yep, see you guys later. All right, bye-bye. All right, you have a good night. You too. All right, happy Memorial Day weekend.
Holy moly. We we had to cut her loose. We had to cut her loose. We had to cut her loose. No, that was uh I, I didn't expect anywhere near that much time with her. That's uh that was very cool of her to spend that much time with us. So um No, I agree. That was good talking to her. It's been a while. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think uh I think there's I think there's good things to come. So Yeah, um, that was fun. Yep. No, and I and I haven't heard anything else. Those are the only two that she's uh, she shared with me so far. So far, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to dig a little deeper back into that and see what else she's got out there because that's all I've heard at this point too. Yeah, just just a good spirit, good thing. I think she's you know she's just so original. You know that's that's what I love. I mean, right from the get, that's a, that's what I right picked there. up out of her. It's you know it's just the originality of that of that girl and and how original i mean there's just nothing else there you know i mean it's just uh the originality That's it. and yeah. um <laughs> she she it won't just... she won't be pigeonholed and she's been oh. very uh determined about that too right from the first time we talked to her that uh that's fact, Jack. You know, it was, yeah. I almost felt like um, felt like we were being offensive a couple times uh you know back in the when she was in the studio trying to say that she was sounded like this person or that person because oh yeah i remember she, that she don't want to sound like this person or that person she she you know she's i mean i guess in some ways it's a compliment but at the same time it's like wait till they get a load of me <laughs> i'm not that person i'm i'm me you know and she is i know i was trying to describe a guy uh, that i worked with today and i was like you know and i i said it over you know i said it back then i said it again i was like it's you know she she kind of reminds me of uh, melody melanie from the 60s with a little cross with uh, lana del rey and the, the guy looked at me and goes how the hell do you know who lana uh, del, del rey is and i was like she goes that's my old lady's like favorite singer of all time and i go i love i love don uh yeah anyway donna del rey yeah but anyway she she's uh <laughs> she's just uh you know she's just got her own thing so and it which both of those do melody and uh they just have their own thing they, they just have their own sound so no nope. anyway definitely original stuff nope. so very cool hey. well there'll be more to come from no Pacific. i hope you enjoyed her and uh um i'll just yeah. remember you heard it here first so absolutely yeah because yeah, i think get... that i think that girl's got big things in store for her going forward i really do mm. i really do not much unlike you and me. <laughs> Seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> right. right. Uh, well, some people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> yeah. So. Whoa. The old Chewbacca. So, you know, I don't, you know, going back to where we were, I'm not even sure how much of this, uh, how much of this stuff, I mean, you know, it was, it wasn't much of a week in news. I mean, there, there was, and there wasn't, but, um, um, you know, it's kind of just the, it's the same old coronavirus back and forth, political infighting, turning a, turning a national pandemic into a, he said, she said, blame game, blah, blah, blah. And I just, it's like, I, 
No, be yeah. honest with you, man. I'm I'm kind of glad I I got away from it for a while. Yeah, because uh, it, again, you know, every, we needed that break and to re reset and kind of self analyze uh, crap. You know, so oh yeah, it was like you know, yeah, it was it was good and you know. Yeah, at first it was like, oh my God, you know, this is what's going on. This is all new and new and new. But now that it's been out there for a while and everything just keeps getting postponed and everything is just shut down and people aren't working and, you know, the numbers and the statistics and the backstabbing, you know, the lawsuits and the shit that's probably never going to happen with the Obama administration that should happen. Yeah, I know there's some stuff out there, but you know what? It's the same old, same old. It, it is. Just, it is. It's just know? the it's the left fighting the right and the back like, and the forth. Jesus, uh, enough, man. Some, sometimes you know? they want to work together and sometimes they want to crucify each other. And I mean, just the simplest example of that and, and, and scrap the rest of the stuff that's in my pocket. The simplest one that pops into my head is, is you know, the president was, was in uh, Michigan yesterday, right? Yeah. So he came in, he went to the four plant, the four plants have been producing the respirators and blah, blah, blah. And, I don't, and I'll just tell you the whole story because I don't know how much you or the listeners caught of this. So, so anyway, go ahead. So he went to the Ford plant and, you know, basically just to kind of give them a pat on the back, he was doing a little campaigning, you know, as much as he can right now. He went to the Ford plant. They did a big speech and thanking, you know, Ford for what they've done and, you know, and, and, and how all that's worked out with the ventilator production. And, and um, then the whole news cycle that started after that was the fact that while Trump was there, he was not wearing a mask. And, you know, they even called him out on it when they started doing some, allowing some of the press saying, where's your mask? And he said, it's right here. You know, it was behind stage. And he says, I've been walking around with a mask on the whole time. But you can see the optics of that. He does not want the press taking pictures of him with a mask on. You know, that's and I get that in a, in a certain way. I understand why he didn't. But then it just turned into the complete opposite spiraling out of direction, you know, out of the direction. And then yesterday, then you have the AG of Michigan, because obviously uh, Governor Whitmore and President Trump don't get along very well. And they seem to like to fight with each other. The AG says that they're actually talking about pressing charges against Ford for for not uh, not requiring the president of the United States to require a mask when he was not in compliance with the safety. And it's like how much of this crap has to go on? You know, it's. There's there's no state that's going to press charges against you know the president of the United States in the first place. Well, but, well, 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 let's back it up. Everybody knows uh, a week and a half ago that you know he started taking uh, hydrochloroquine. So, yeah, know. correct. Yeah, right. and it was and it was the funniest thing I ever saw when he sat there and announced that in the press briefing and on Monday it was Monday Monday's press briefing. Yeah. We, we were actually uh, listening to a news show when they announced that, that he just at 4.30 during his press briefing said, oh, yeah, I'm taking that. And you know what? They had to turn that into a whole another spin out of direction, you know. When you got a base. I don't want to get off on a rant uh, here, but this country's so intolerant right now, they might as well change the plaque at the base of the Statue of Liberty to read, go the fuck back to fuckatania. <laughs> I know it keeps going in that direction. I might head back to Fuckatania pretty soon because it's just I get I'm getting a little tired of all the bickering and crying and whining and bitching and moaning and pissing about you know it's. it's I haven't dropped an f bomb all night. Well, dude. I just threw one in there for you, so. I know, but I haven't. I haven't even swore once, except for I think you said hell like or god damn it, sorry, oh, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same, and it just it, it just hasn't uh, it just hasn't changed, and it's I don't know the the back and forth is just back and forth constantly. 
Yeah. So, so and it just anyway. You know, and the worst thing, and the worst thing about it is, everything has to become political. It all has to become a political game, and you know, it's 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 unreal. Um, uh, I'm going to take it to a different aspect, I guess you could say. You said uh, ass. Aspect. I swore. Oh my God! Said, he swore. You said ass. <laughs> said aspect. But yeah, even even in the uh, in the game I'm playing, like uh, you know, back to pools or whatever. And, and business is politics, man. I don't care. There's always going to be politics. <laughs> and you know what? When you have two, when you give people power, they will take the power. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like what I'm getting at at all. Like if, if you have too many chiefs and not enough Indians, uh, there's going to, there's going to be politics and it doesn't matter how, how it plays out. It's it. The end result, you have you got to get something done. Somebody's got to be in charge, and somebody's got to be the worker, and somebody's got to go pick the corn, and somebody's got to tell somebody to go pick the corn. Right? You know, it just, you know, it's just the way it is. You know, I mean, that's the way society's built. It just, just is. You know, not everybody is born a leader. You know, I, and unfortunately, there's there's a lot more followers than there are leaders. You know. Um, but whatever, it, it just has to work that way, you know, to, to, uh, until, until we get to a higher consciousness and figure, 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 figure this world out, but you know, we're not there yet. So no, no, we, we get, this is the best plan we got right now <laughs> well, in our, in our lifetime. So, you know, where we are at, I just, I just want you in case you don't know where we're at. Probably, oh, I know where we're at. Well, you probably should know where we're at because if if we ever do hear from uh, Gary, Jerry, Larry, you are going to be in so much trouble. I know. <laughs> I I thought about that for a minute. I was oh, almost oh. I was almost going to invite Nopacetic to have the shot of the week with us because uh, <laughs> because I'm like about... I'm watching the timeline on the clock ticking 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 and I'm like yeah we didn't get to that shot of the week in the first twenty minutes we are in big trouble. Big right, trouble. but he hasn't called. He hasn't called. Yeah, us. we'll call this payback, right? And uh, you know what? Yeah, this is some payback. You had to wait. Uh, where are we at? Uh, hour and a half to do a shot with Gary Jerry Larry. So there you go. At least we threw him in there. You know, we're not throwing you under the bus, but we're throwing you in there. That's so, uh, that's. Uh... All right. So did you tell everybody what we what you were drinking earlier, right? Well, I was. Ha- yeah. I, I, yeah. For the beer, I was having an Edmund Fitzgerald. But what are you doing? A shot? What are you doing? A shot? Uh, I believe the robot bartender poured us a honey jack. Is that correct? Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got a couple uh, freshly poured honey jacks here. So, well, I kind of went off the grid a little bit and I don't normally drink this stuff. But, um, you know, Jim Beam seems to be very popular with a lot of my friends and, you know, even though I got a lot of Jack drinking friends, it's just Jim Beam. So, but I was never a Jim Beamer, but uh, picked up this Jim Beam peach. That's pretty good. So I've always drank Beam and I've done it for years. And especially if I'm drinking beer, you know, if I, I mean, if I don't mix, so there's, there's two rules I usually follow because I love Jack Daniels and I love Jim Beam. I don't, well, they, I don't, our audience, our audience knows that. Yeah. So I don't drink Jack Daniels straight or I never have until I met you and I don't, nobody has, and I don't mix and I don't mix Jim Beam. 
I drink Jim Beam straight. So mm-hmm. if I'm gonna do a, if I do a straight shot, I do Jim Beam. If I'm gonna have, you know, a mixed drink, I'll have a Jack and Coke. But yeah, I usually, I usually don't reverse those two. I shouldn't say never because that's, you know, that's a not not a true ism anymore. But uh, <laughs> but but anyways, that's kind of yeah. I've always liked Jim Beam. I've always enjoyed it. I haven't tried any of the flavored Jim Beams. The only two beams I ever drink is the original and the um, Devil's Cut. Devil's, oh, yeah. Devil's Cut, yeah. I will mix. That's a, that's a 90-proof uh, heavy duty. That uh, It is. It's a wicked. Uh, yeah, we sell it. Yeah, that, I've tried it, and I've done shots of it. But, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's not far it, from the fighting cock. That that puts me, uh, usually, uh, it makes me end the show early. You want to show me your cucumber? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I'll show, I'll robot bartender's getting anxious for a shot over here. So, anyways... I'll show you my peach if you show me your cucumber. <laughs> Hour and a half into the show. Uh, here we go. Here's to the uh, shot of the week. Here's to you, my friend, and all you listeners. Back at you, brother, <laughs> and to our listeners, our faithful. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. I know, right? Right on. Homer said it best. Chewer <laughs> words have never been spoken. You got that right. <laughs> Unlike the coronavirus, the the the, the cause or the what is, what is the problem can't be worse than the cause or something. What however they. Oh yeah, the yeah the yeah, solution yeah. can't be worse than the cause. Yeah. Yeah yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Well, if you didn't drink, we <laughs> we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have this problem if I drank more. Oh, uh, anyway, good times, brother. Good talking to you, man. It's been a couple days. It man. has too. It has too. I know it. I know it. I, I I've been kind of, you know, um, I I've been kind of remiss from everybody this week. Short of my short of my office, I haven't uh, I haven't done any Zoom meetings. There hasn't been any family meetings. I haven't talked to my family. I haven't talked to you. No, no friends. Not, I haven't talked to anybody this week at all. I, you know, it's it's kind of weird. I mean, because we were doing so much of it. I guess everybody got sick, you know, sick everybody again, you know, so we're kind of back to normal times. Now we're in quarantine, but we're back to the same way we used to be where you could go see anybody you wanted anytime you wanted, but you got burned out on that too and you didn't. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's been kind of a quiet week. I have not talked to really anybody, um, you know, ever since last Saturday. So, but... But that's all right. Been a little quiet time. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. And we're busy at work, you know. So that's a good sign of things to come. When we're busy, that means that means the uh, the world's moving. You know, it means things are coming, even if they're not all popping right now. But even orders, we've written a lot of orders this week. So so things are uh, things are starting to loosen up, and things are coming. And uh, you know, it it's I some return to normalcy in a roundabout way, I guess soon. Right? We'll see. We'll see. Well, there was a, there was a, I can't say a saying, but it was a, it was a thing I'll always remember or forget. It's like, okay, tipped employees like I used to be. All right. Some people get a check every week, every two weeks or, or commission or however you get paid salary, whatever it is. But um, if, if you're not like certain people are not spending money in the world, what happens is that continuous money wheel keeps going around and getting distributed everywhere and when somebody cock blocks or stops that wheel only certain people get that money and it 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 just stops and the rest of the flow doesn't work right so when you're out there tipping and giving money everybody you know that guy can go buy a pack of cigarettes that guy can go get something 
you know, the money's always exchanging hands. And when it stops, it, it, it just, I, I'm going to drop an F on it. Just, what kind of man hits a <laughs> it just fucks everything up. Yeah, it right? does. So, so when it stops, like it has, you know, except for the unemployment where the people get, you know, are now getting more than what they should when, if they had a job, but it's, it's, <laughs> does, that, does that still burn your ass? Oh, it burns my ass, man. Cause I'm always down the drain. I'm busting my ass every day, man. You, you're, you're white collar. I'm blue collar. So, but you know, well, at the same time, yeah. though, I still have, you know, and, and that factors into my revenue because I'm directly tied to the bars and restaurants. So, I mean, I, I, my, even though my revenue is, is what it is and I have my day job, I still have my, my side business that, um, that is making zero, you know? So, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I, and I'm, yeah. and I'm tied to that. So, and, you know, and even though I don't, I don't necessarily rely upon it, it does put a pinch on your normal day-to-day spending cash, but at the same time, I'm not going out and spending day-to-day cash that much. So, yeah, I mean, it's all relative and, you know, it is what it is, but all I can do is suck it up and get through it and move forward. That's what we're doing. I think that's what everybody's doing. Yeah. Uh, try to, uh, you know, move forward and do the best they can with what they got. So, and and quit um, bitching about yeah. it. <laughs> that's the other one. Everybody can just quit bitching about it. Yeah, Let's go to Walmart. You know, I'd rather go to the local mom and pop shops and the other things and, you know, just little party stores and stuff like, you know, that's me, man. You know, I, I try to support, you know. In this day and age, that's exactly what everybody should be doing. And, and if nobody's gotten that point by now, and, and you know what, I'll tell you something. I'll give you two examples right now. Two examples of that. One was a conversation that we just had the other day, and this is what everybody should be doing. And I don't care where you're at. I don't care where whether you're in 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 Somalia or Hawaii or Florida or Texas or well I don't mean to cut you you're getting I'm gonna cut you off for just like that's my top eleven and I got some beautiful top eleven pools of the world so I'm gonna get that's not where I'm at I know the bottom line is you should be supporting your local establishments right now because nobody needs it more than they do the hell with the WalMarts. The hell with the Sam's Clubs, the 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 Targets, the, the national right. chains. Right now, your local people, and it, whether you're going to you're ordering takeout from your local restaurant down the road, if you can and you feel comfortable with it, whether you're buying, and I'll give you and here's two great examples. Number oh, one, you're absolutely right. Number one, we need a, we need a new flag. We talked about going online and ordering a new flag because our flag is tattered. It was a rough winter wind and all that. So anyway, Are you our flag about is tattered. The one, and it's the time one in front to, of your house. Yeah, yeah, it's just an American flag. So we need well, a new I'm flag. Well, I'm out there working, and, and no matter you, what, we need a new flag. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go order a flag online. I'm not gonna do that. I, I said, you know what? We're gonna go, and and you know, robot bartender wasn't familiar with the place, but I said we're gonna go buy that from Flags and More. Because that's our local flag supplier that, and she she needs the business. She deserves the business. Last week we and talked you do about fly, fly a flag. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I, I go by your house at least once a day, and that guy that's honking on the horn, going by your house, that's me. Perfect, perfect. So that's why that so flag's know, up there. You know that's right, brother. And number two is we needed we you know you know how hard it is to get meat around here. So we went, yes. we went to the, you know, you, you know, we checked everywhere. I mean, we checked it, you know, again, we checked at Sam's, we checked Myers, all that stuff. None of them have any meat. So guess what I did last weekend? 
Robot Bartender and I decided, you know what, we're making a trip. The closest meat place that I know that we love is in Richville. And we went right to Norm's and said, you know, it's a three-hour round trip. But I'd rather stay right here in Michigan and go to the place that I know that's tried and true and trusted and have their own farms. They're doing the best job. And we went in there and just, you know, bulked up on meat. Went and got everything we needed because, you know, it's it, it just – but that's what everybody should be doing is supporting their local people the best they can and uh, taking care of everybody around them that are trying to, you know, struggling and scraping and getting through this. This is not the time for people to be going out there and spending money at the superstores and supporting China and whatever else. So, you know, but that's uh, that's my simple little rant for that. I understand that. Hey, are we re- we recording um, not until tomorrow. I, we're going to, we're going to do a show, uh, tomorrow, I think about seven o'clock and I, and I believe we're going to have no Pacetic on and, um, <laughs> well, if anybody listened to last week's show, I re recording. <laughs> I didn't know how else to name that one, but that, <laughs> I know that's funny shit. Oh, so how'd you do with your, uh, deep dive this week, preacher man? Did you bring one? I sure did. Well, and I got, and I got a top 11. Look at you go. I Look know. I go. was totally I'm totally busy all week and I still put in a deep dive and see of I think that's important. I think you need to be busy all week because it actually makes you put time into the show when you're too busy to do it. You got damn right. <laughs> that's go ahead. See, I got, go ahead. See, you, I, can, you can say asshole. That's all right. I juggle I juggle multiple things going on, man. I love doing the podcast, of course. Pardon and, my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> Uh, I haven't been called an asshole since you called me. Oh, I think that one was directed right. at me, I believe. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I really love the intro to the song. If we're gonna, you, you want me to go with my deep dive? Do you? I, no, go ahead. If you got one, do you want me to cue it up and play it for you? Yeah, could you? Yeah, um, absolutely. Metallica, hero of the day. I just, I love the intro to the song, man. And I, and I put some words up on my Facebook the other day. I get to that in a minute, but yeah, just the, just the lyrics of the song was, I just thought it was uh, fitting for, you know, the day and age that we live in, you know, hero of the day, you know, it is a great of- tune. I know exactly the tune you're talking about because I've been a huge Metallica fan for many, many years. You know, we had this conversation, uh, probably two or three episodes ago, right. you know, my reasoning was, was Lars. I've always loved Lars, you know, but, uh, he drug me into the rest of the band and, uh, but yeah, once I, once I, once I kind of dug deeper, which I do, when I find a band, I go, I go really, really deep into their, you know, into the, who they are and where they came from and their styles and all that. But, uh, no, you're, you're, you're spot on with us. Go, go but ahead. I, I'm sorry. But, I, but I, no, but go ahead. You know, uh, cause you know, it's almost like we can't do one deep dive. It's like almost we got to do like a bunch of deep dives. <laughs> so I have, you know, I got a backup deep dive too, which I really want to hear the intro to that song, man. Uh, going back to Rush uh, off of Signals album. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you got to play Metallica right now. Uh, just craving a little bit of Hero of the Day. I just love the intro. So, How can you not?
And as, and as much as I would love to let that play on, because that song rocks, and it goes to a whole different level, as you know. Yeah, but oh yeah. But Metallica is probably one of the biggest angry people about overplaying anything, sharing, you know. They've been like that oh, forever, you know, and and I don't know why, but, yeah, no, it's, it's we've dealt with that for years, and especially, I know that from being in the uh, jukebox business, but... Um, you know, anything that they're so tough and so strict on the copyrights and so, you know, it's like, I think, you know, I, and I, and I'm nowhere near the musician, I mean, I'm a musician, but I'm nowhere near the musician of their caliber or even no Pacific's caliber, caliber, you know, it's just, but I, I would think if I was doing something and I was recording something and I was putting something out, I would think I would want to share it with everybody and every venue. And I'm not going to always make money on it would be my perspective on it. And they really seem adamant about making sure that it doesn't go anywhere without. We have, we have so much limited time on this earth. What are you going to do? Take all the money with you? It doesn't matter. I, I don't uh, get just, it. Just, yeah, I don't get it. Share with the world. Be happy. Enjoy. You have your riches. You have your success. You paid your dues. We all get it. It's, it's, it's cool. I mean, how much richer do you fucking need to be? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and that's probably. But, but you don't need to be a fucking asshole about it either. Well, you and, know? and that's the thing. And, and I can't tell you how many I mean, times Jesus I've Christ. seen lawsuits you know. pop up with Metallica and different different copyright infringements have popped up with Metallica and all the different things. I mean, they just, and I love the band. Don't get me wrong. I've always been a Metallica fan, but, but it's right, far but Lars as. Is, Lars is politics, man. It's like, let it go, yeah. bro. You know? Yeah. I know they're, they're, they're very harsh about it. So what are you, you're not going to live forever. I don't care. <laughs> There's, you know, in the famous words of Jim Morrison, I'll, I'll say it and I've said it again and over and over. No one here is getting out alive. Right. I've read, I've read the, the, uh, the, uh, paperback. It's out there. You guys can go get it right now. It's, uh, the documentary of, uh, the doors, Jim Morrison. No one here gets out alive. No. Or, you know, I'm sorry. You might have that, this many days or that many days, you know, it's you a scientific a fact. You might have, yeah. I don't know. Anybody, I don't know anybody that's came back and said, "Hey, it's fucking great over here, man." Oh man. Oh, I got a joke of the week, man. Yeah, I got a joke of the week. Do you really? Because I queued, yeah. I queued up two of them, but if you're covering, man, this week, I got a deep dive. I got a top eleven and the joke of the week, man. This is a trifecta in progress, man. That's I can't crazy. Believe it. I know this is crazy. Yeah, we're pushing two hours, man. You think they're sick of listening to us or what? Well, probably, probably, but right. that's uh, that's all right because I'll uh, I'll run my deep dive and uh, I'll let you get to the joke of the week and then we'll let these uh, these poor bastards let them get the hell out of here. Yeah, enjoy their memorial weekend. Man. But I'll tell you what, they'll be get they'll they'll be rolling back and listening to Opacetic again anyway. So you they'll know, be, they'll they, be back. They, they they'll can't be lie. They'll go okay. What was his deep dive? What was his deep dive? Okay, cool. Maybe I'll go back and listen. No, I'm I'm rewinding listening to Opacetic because that was cool. No. They'll be back. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> That was cool. No. So, um, you know, and, and this is, you know, this is no secret to anybody. I just wanted to play this one um, just for a simple fact that, you know, we had this conversation, you know, I'm trying to catch up because, again, going back, you know, I, I'll tell you this anyways, um, going back, it's funny. You know, here, here we are, I think almost 13 days removed, you know, and it depends on what part of the world you're in as far as music goes, but I've heard so much more about and the reason all my deep dives that, that I had, you know, that we had originally talked about have gotten pushed ahead. 
you know, going back to Florian Snyder. It's so funny how much I've heard about Florian Snyder and how much everybody's talked about him. The people that have come out of the woodwork to say, he's the reason we got our start. He's the way we influenced our band. He was, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, Florian Snyder was just, and, and Kraftwerk, you know, was just so influential on so many, so many bands and so many genres of music. And, and you know, so, so yeah, I mean, that's a... Uh, you know, it's a, another another shout out and another pump up for Florian Schneider and, and you know, we miss you and it's been great to hear all of all of your stuff being, you know, put out there again. But uh but uh yeah, God rest in peace. But uh but at the same time, uh what what I was going back to was uh we had to get to some Love and Rockets and uh yes. you know, we had we had talked about the Love and Rockets album Express and you know and, and what I had said was it's it's kind of funny, uh, you know. As much as as much as everybody that is a Love and Rockets fan, and maybe you're not a Love and Rockets fan or a fan of New Wave, but everybody that uh, was a Love and Rockets fan knows that A side. But how many people know the B side? And if you dig into that B side, there's just so much good stuff on the B side as there is, uh, you know, on the A side. But Love and Rockets Express was just, as far as I'm concerned, one of their best albums. And uh, you know, just there, there's good stuff on there. But this, this to me, um, this is on the B side. This is, uh, this is love me. And, you know, I kind of dug a little deeper into the, into the song, you know, just because I wanted to get into their, into the heart of their guitar style and their harmonies and all of that. And, and, and love me really shows that, I mean, it's not a hard rocking tune or, well, not that love and rockets was a hard rocking band, no. but, um, they were a little heavier, some of their stuff for, you know, for, for who they were at that time. But, um, but yeah, this kind of, this kind of just shows, and maybe you can tell me what it, it sounds to me. I'm not a guitar guy, you know, I'm a drummer and, but the guitar style that's in there is, is almost like acoustic, but it's an electrified acoustic. So maybe, I don't know if you remember it off the top of your head, what they used in the song, or if you remember the song, but when we get done, tell me, tell me what this is as we climb into the, into the bridge on this, on this tune, because it's, uh. It's just, uh, it's a little different, and I, but it's a style they used. All right. I know that's acoustic, but you know, you know what I'm talking about in the bridge there when the when the yeah, uh, what they did, I, I tell you what they did, especially on like a sound effects uh, modulator, was uh, they probably cranked up their mid range and put in a phaser with a, a reverb echo is the best I could come okay. up with on that one. Yeah, I mean that was kind of the you know kind of the style that's you know that carried through. I mean, they used that in a lot of spots. It wasn't just specifically to that tune, but, you know, it, it was in there a lot. And it's just a sound that it just, 
something about it. I just, I just dug it. You know, it was yeah, kind of a, yeah. it was kind of a, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I love and rock its signature, but it was, you know, it was, it was pretty, pretty original for them. Well, think of it as like an EQ. They probably like the, from what I'm picking up on that, uh, there was a, there was definitely a phaser with a, a, a small echo with a uh, reverb, uh, high mid, uh, you know, uh, setting, you know, as best I can describe it. Cause I've had multiple, I've had bass amps. Are you I've making had, stuff uh, up? No, I've had bass amps. <laughs> I've had sound effects amps. I've had, uh, you know, phasers and uh, different uh, pedals, you know, that I've used. Uh, wasn't very good at uh, dictating which one I wanted to go to next and forgot what I was doing. So, yeah, if you could, uh, you know, have a sound guy or do something for you, you that instead of doing it yourself. But, yeah, you only you only needed like a heavy distortion pedal back in the 80s, like heavy distortion and uh, maybe like some little pretty little uh, 12 string kind of thing going on or whatever. So he's yeah. probably playing that with a acoustic, acoustic guitar, you know, electrified acoustic guitar. But he's but he's throwing a he's throwing a pedal behind it is what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, he's just throwing a whole bunch of different uh, multiple effects. Um, here's a here's a prime example. Uh, George Lynch from Dokken. Uh, he's got he's got a song uh, that has 17 different tracks, uh, uh, exactly the same chords, exactly the same notes. But he recorded over and over and over and over. Well, overdubbing, yeah, that's been around for that's been around for years, and that's possible. That's what they did in the studio version of that. I I don't know. To get to get that sound back in the day, like on a four track or eight track or a sixteen track or a thirty two track or whatever the hell you're recording on, uh, he laid down seventeen over tracks on top of the same note, the same thing. To get that effect on that sound, right? Which which is very difficult to do, but I mean, very time consuming. But I mean, if you're looking for that sound, that's that's what you that's what you get. But if you have an engineer or a producer that can do that for you, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I man, loving rockets reminds me of college. You know, just college radio, a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's that, cute because I. I realized that, you know, when, when you and I first met, to you, loving, because you, you're in a new world, in a lot of ways, you're in a new world, and, and, and I like your world, too, I, I do, I enjoy, I enjoy me some clutch, I enjoy some rage, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy s s some of the stuff that you do in this day and age, but at the same time, when I first started hanging out at your, uh, at your establishment and we started playing with the jukebox together, I saw, I saw an old passion come back out when I exposed you to some love and rockets. And now it's to the point where you enjoy some of that love and rockets as much as I used to it, along with some of the other old, old crazy bullshit that I play for you. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I get a kick out of it. Cause yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that a few times in your eyes. All of a sudden I'll play a song that you go, I forgot about that. I can just see it in your eyes. You go, I forgot about that song. That's a good tune. <laughs> there's there's videos of us doing backward circles just dancing around like tribal indians yeah uh, we're not sure we're not sharing those are we <laughs> uh, well, i just i just, I just did but, <laughs> but yeah good times with the jukebox man heck yeah heck actually yeah. you're you're in my phone as stack jukebox that's your, <laughs> that's your that's your last name uh -huh. when you call it, it's like stack jukebox. there it is <laughs> <laughs> good stuff brother man very nice. 
Well, so Metallica and some loving rockets and some nope aesthetic tonight. Wow. I know. Talk about all over the board, right? You guys, yeah. you guys want a variety show out of us. It's kind of what we heard. So here you go. <laughs> we covered all the variety show. Here we go. And God only knows what the preacher man's going to bring you for a joke, but I think it, it might be just about that time. Roll that beautiful bean footage. You're going to take care of our friend uh, friend from Hightower Meets tonight? Sean! <laughs> That's all he gets. He gets a Sean. A big old shout out for Sean. Remember, Hightower Meets, 810-434-618 is bringing you the joke of the week this week, which is brought to you also by the Preacher Man. So you roll with your bad self. All right, well, I, I really hope I didn't uh, tell this joke on a, a previous episode, but... Uh, it, it's a it's a clean joke and it's 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 funny so here we go so there's there's these two old guys right and they made they made a they made a deal that whoever dies first then whoever you know because they're they're good guys you know going to heaven they're not going to hell so so they're in heaven so whoever gets to heaven first or dies first has to come back and, and and tell the other one exactly what like heaven is or or whatever but these guys were huge baseball baseball fans right so they you know 90 years you know so frank passes away and let's just let's just give them names frank and george right so frank dies and he goes to heaven well they made a promise frank's in heaven and now he, he's got to come back and tell george what what would you know do they have baseball in heaven you know because they're huge baseball fans so frank dies he goes to heaven so he's like hey man i got i got to go back down to earth and i got i got to tell george you know there's baseball in heaven everything's great you know you know it's just a wonderful place and yes you, you play baseball seven days a week everything's great so uh you know George is like, you know, hey, that's 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 the good news. He goes, but uh, he goes, so you know, I, I hate to ask. He goes, so what what what's the bad news? You know, what's the what's the downplay on this stuff? And uh, Frank looks at George and he goes, well, you're pit, you're pitching on Wednesday. Basically, Frank's down there telling George that he's gonna die, and he's gonna—he's pitching on—he's he's, got a pitch on Wednesday. <laughs> That's not fair. Well, you know, you know, somebody you know, come back and tell you, you know, your time's up. So, all right. Well, you know, we better consult Sean before we release this because he might want us to retract his sponsorship for this particular episode. <laughs> come on, that was funny, man. You're, you're pitching. You're, you're pitching on Wednesday, man. Come on. Oh shoot! It was a clean joke, man. It, it was a clean joke. I it think was a that, clean yeah, joke. Yeah. No, that was that was good boy. Good mm -hmm. boy. I got a couple other ones, man. I can roll out, but hey, we're gonna save that for the. Uh, we're gonna save that for the. Uh, the truck ride tomorrow, man. There if I can come up with another clean one, uh, when I'm not working, I'll, I'll dig one up. 
But yeah, I got a top 11 when I get through that because we're already two hours and five minutes into the show. Oh, we are. Yeah, we're kind of all, all over the board. Yeah, you're going to run. I uh, know. Is it, is it a quick one? You want to save it? You want to run through it? What? Uh... No, I'll just run through it. All right. What, uh, what do you yeah, got? Yeah, I, I won't spend much time. And you'll have to, you, any of our listeners out there, they're going to have to uh, do their own research to see the videos of what I'm, I'm going to explain to you. Five so, minutes, please. Just five minutes. We got top 11 marvelous pools in the world. No, I work on pools, and I just, I just thought it was a topic, you know, that I was in there. But, um, yeah, you should really go to uh, some uh, – go just Google top 11 uh, pools of the world. All right, so the one and only uh, – I, I can't even pronounce half these, uh, these pools and where they're at or located or where on earth these these, these things are. But uh, anybody who knows pools is like a zero-edge pool. It's just a beautiful pool. You can pull, put a pool on an office building or the top of a, a high-rise or a cliff or the Swiss Alps or whatever. But some of these, some of these pools are – uh, very extravagant and they're just the most top 10 beautiful pools so if you've been there man uh, text us or email us or let us know man if you've ever seen one of these extreme pools you ever been to anything like that scott a scooter extreme pools vacations where you seen just like a really super cool pool man you know like, uh calahari like calahari's got thirty thousand square foot of uh pools but that's about it mm. that's it <laughs> that's it that's it yeah, that's all i got so anyway the one and only uh re uh tally rye and uh mel maldives they got uh, this thing just goes like 300 feet out into the ocean, right off the beach, and it's a zero edge, which uh, I'll explain to you uh, quickly. A zero edge pool is where you build a wall or a pool, and the water just goes over the edge, like a perfect edge, and it just looks like glass, like a sheet of glass. It's so cool. A zero edge pool. I've worked on uh, actually hundreds. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I, I would say a couple couple hundred at least, man, and they're just fantastic. The water flows over into an overs over or overspill and then gets recirculated back in, but it always looks like a sheet of glass. And if you've ever seen anything like that, they're the coolest thing in the world, man. So a zero edge pool is badass. So, so that was the one... Um, Riti, uh, Raya, uh, Maldives, uh, yeah, Mel, Maldives, so I can't, but yeah, the, the pictures don't do it. And then there's a pool that hangs, they, uh, almost looks like an RV, you know, you got the retractable stuff that comes out of the sides of the RVs. Okay. They got one of these pools that retracts out of a, 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 a building in New York, and the pool retracts out over the streets of, like, Manhattan in New York, and this pool is movable. It's like a giant fish tank for humans. Okay. It's, it's pretty cool. Really? So yeah, the fish yeah. are in there? No, humans, and they're swimming. Over the streets of Manhattan with a glass bottom looking down on the street. Wouldn't that be freaky, dude? It would be. Yeah. Looking at a glass bottom pool hanging over like the 39th floor of the Empire State Building and looking down. And, and a lot of people won't swim in it because they're too freaked out. They just won't even go into it because it looks like once you jump into that pool, it's like you're just going to keep falling all the way to the street. Freaking bizarre. That's pretty cool shit. Dude. Right? You got you to gotta admit that, man. Well, if I could see it, would be better. You got a picture you show me? Or? No, that's what I'm telling the, our, our listeners. Uh, yeah, there, there's one in New York and there's another one in uh, Cambridge or Cain Bryan. Cain Bryan Hotel. Adele Bowden, Switzerland. There's another one, uh, same way. So I just knocked out two uh, if you get to Switzerland or New York. So, yeah, these zero-edge pools and this one. And then there's the uh, one in Thailand that is overlooking uh, these uh, uh, turquoise waters surrounded by tropical jungles. You know, just laid back in there. They're just, they're just badass. So you're going to have to go do this. The top uh, greatest swimming uh, pools of all. And then there's the uh, Grace uh, Santori Torino in uh, Santori uh, Sort Sortani, Reno, Greece. And uh, they have the Egyptian uh, drapes and stuff like that. And it's just surrounded by this beautiful uh, uh, teal uh Torque, you know, uh, tile, and it's it, man, it just doesn't do it justice. I can't do it justice. You gotta see these pictures. So, yeah, there's one in Greece, uh, number five, Jade Mountain in St. Lucia, and then you have that's a beautiful picture. Then you have the Alpine uh, Panorama Hotel in uh, Southern uh, Tyrol, Idio, or Italy. <laughs> I, was, Italy? I was doing, yeah, I was doing South Tyrol, Idio, and I was like, South Tyidia. <laughs> Oh, it's only funny to me right now, isn't it? Oh, right. right. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going there. I know. Idia. Then there's, We're going to Idia. Right, so now there's another one in uh, Bali, Bali, uh, Indonesia, which they built this pool on these bamboo stilts, and it goes over this uh, crazy mountainside on these stilts, and it's just like, it just looks so unstable, and it, just to hold that much water, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of technology involved in that, and uh, that design to do that, so, 
But yeah, I've worked on extreme pools and I love it, man. And you know, just some of these things are so so cool. Um, the best pool that I've seen, and I this is number number two, is a uh, San Alfonso del Mar Algarrabo Chile, and this thing goes right out in the mountainside. It is freaking spectacular. It and when I when I explain the sheet of glass where you know it's a zero edge pool and it looks like glass, you're actually if you stand on the edge, you can actually uh, see the sky. In, on top of the water because it's, it's it's a beautiful reflection and it just beams off these pools. So that's number two. So anyway, that's over there. So this one is the number one. It's in Singapore and it's the uh, Mariana Bay Sands uh, Singapore Pool Resort. And look, uh, if you just go to this thing, man, the water is just absolutely beautiful. Uh, spas, jacu uh, jacuzzis, and they have a replica of Paris. Um, you know, in the middle of Paris, they have a, uh, you know, that glass pyramid that sits in Paris. Have you seen that? Scott? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like, a uh, replicated miniature version of that in uh, Singapore. Very cool. So there's your uh, top 11 extreme pools if you ever get there. So, yeah, Google some of that stuff. It's just absolutely beautiful, dude. Well, Semi, do, uh, do you have some kind of link you can share with us? Um, yeah, you just go to... Uh, no, just, just send, send it over and we'll put it in the show notes. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, make sure we'll just get it in the show notes. So anybody wants to go check that stuff out, they can. Uh, they, got a, they got a spot to go to. So, yeah, make sure you get the link over to us so we can... Uh, yeah, it's called it. uh, Pandorotrip.com. Pandoro? Pandor... Pando... P-A-N-D-O-T-R-I-P.com slash top 10 marvelous pools in the world. So, pan, pando, pandotrip.com. Not to be confused with Pandora. No, pando, pandotrip.com. <laughs> Not to be confused. Not to be confused with Pandora. But I've worked on some extreme pools, man. I, I tell you what, it's just a beautiful thing being around water. You know what water does to people when you get around water. You know, you're born and raised Michigan, right? Yeah, drowns them. <laughs> Whoa, holy moly, I wasn't going there. <laughs> well, it depends on, depends on who you are and right. if, you, if you were taught to swim or not. Yeah. Well, I wonder if the coronavirus spreads through, uh, you know, swim pools. So who knows? we were just wondering, we had a, we had a male mosquito in the, in the, uh, studio last night. And I was just wondering if, uh, if it spreads through mosquitoes yet. And we we're trying to figure that out too. So apparently it doesn't, everything, everything spreads for, I tell you this, I'm going to tell you this, man, uh -oh. mark my words in 2000 years. All right. All right. Or no, or no. Coronavirus. Listen. I'm listening. Mosquitoes are going to save humanity in the end. Perfect. That and the, uh, and that and the killer hornets. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. Mosquitoes are going are gonna <laughs> to save humanity in the end. They may. They may. No, they're going to they're going to suck your blood. They're going to be they're going to be the doctors and the lifesavers of everything on this planet because they're going to suck your blood and they're going to store the DNA and just like Jurassic World they're going to go back into the mosquitoes that are stuck in like a amber rock and there's going to be human DNA in the rock and somebody's going to figure out how to bring humanity back to life and then then you'll be back right so if you if you lose out on uh, Scooter and the Preacher Man in this this first round you can always come back in 20 years or 60 years, and we'll be right back there. Right. I just want to cut my head off and just preserve <laughs> it next to Einstein, and I'd be happy with that. Like Perfect. In somewhere, so, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> well, you got anything else, Preacher Man? I, I could go on, and you know I could, but... I know you save could. It, let's save it for next uh, show, man. Why because, wouldn't you? Uh, Why wouldn't you? I had a great day today. I hope you had a great day, and I think everybody should have a great weekend, Memorial Weekend. Hell yeah. I hope everybody's safe, and, and, and we are allowed to get out there with people in groups of 10 or less now. That's the, that's the new restrictions, 
or relaxing of the restrictions, if you will. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, get out there, see your family, see your friends in small doses. Thanks for listening to us. And keep, well, on, keep on sending us those likes. I mean, we, we, we keep getting more likes on Facebook. We keep getting more followers on Twitter, more followers on Podbean. You know, we appreciate it. And don't forget, guys, if you want to, I mean, sooner or later we're going to be back out there, and we want we want the funding to do it. So if you're liking this show and you're enjoying it, we do have the donate bar that is on the website. So, you know, please, whether it be a monthly donation, uh, you know, uh, you know, five bucks, ten bucks here and there, whatever you're comfortable with, we we, we appreciate everything that you guys can help out with, and uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. So, and we're getting ready for the big show of uh, the one year anniversary. So, yes, we are. We don't know where or when or how, but it's coming up quick. As soon as we can get back to the real world, man, get back to normalcy, man, uh, it's just going to get better and better, I hope. You know, it is. Sure. It is. Right. It will, and I, I know it, so I can feel it. So. All right, guys. Well, I think that's all I got. And yeah. uh, if you got nothing else, until we meet again next week, if not sooner, everybody have a great Memorial Day. It was great talking to Nobostetic and it you was. again, and, and getting back and you know doing that whole Zoom and uh, reconnecting thing. So yep. that was fun. So I had a good time tonight. I hope everybody else did. So good. Well, in the meantime, till next week, we are, are out. out. One, two, three, four. i